Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We praise you. And we magnify your great name. We thank you for sending the listeners, both old and new to us, We pray for a peaceful summer. We pray the blood of Jesus over depression. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our transformation series, Living the Transformed Life, with this week's podcast entitled, Transform Your Children. My friends, I recently traveled to Alaska, and the evergreen trees were short in height. At first, I thought Georgia Pacific Paper Company had come in and clear-cut all the trees, and what I saw was the results of tree planting. I later learned that beneath the soil was permafrost, ground that stayed frozen year-round, and the roots of the trees cannot go deep and the trees do not grow tall. The same thing can be said for our children. When our children are rooted and grounded in the Word of God, they have the ability to grow strong in the Lord. Those children who grow up in a house with spiritual permafrost cannot grow spiritually. Now, do children who grow up in godly homes turn out bad? Some of them, yes. And do children who grow up in ungodly homes turn out good? And again, the answer is yes. But I can say with all confidence that the child in a godly home has a better chance of becoming a transformed godly adult. While the godly parents are to be commended for raising godly children, what's more impressive are the transformed children who become an influence in the homes to their parents and siblings. When children are invited to programs like Vacation Bible School, Sunday School, and other evangelistic programs, the opportunity to teach begins. It may start with a Bible verse and lead to praying before meals, then expressing joy and thanksgiving at worship services. The children are transformed and become in-home evangelists. The home will notice the changed lives of the children and seek answers for themselves. The children are able to reach those who may not ever be reached through conventional evangelism. My brothers and sisters, God-inspired transformation is also for the children. And that means living lives that create habits while young that will carry into adulthood. 1 John 3, verses 1-12 through has equal application for those 18 years and younger. My friends, there is no better title for those who have membership in God's community than to be called a child of God. This is membership into God's spiritual family, and He has not put an age limit on that membership. If you can confess the Lord Jesus as Savior, you can be saved no matter what the physical age. John is writing this letter to the church at Ephesus. All believers will be transformed into the image of Jesus. 
God's plan for believers are unknown as for exactly what this will look like. My comrades for Christ, prior to the second coming of Jesus, our job as Christians is to take an active daily role in an effort to overcome sin. And in the case of our youth, the temptation of sin is greater now than ever before. When a parent hands an iPhone to a child for the purpose of keeping in touch, they have actually given them access to the world with no parental restraints. Not only can children gain access to the outside world, the outside world now has access to them. Now, there are safe cell phones that parents can purchase, but how many don't even bother? The Gab phone, spelled G-A-B-B, is a phone with parental controls built in. Were we talking about safe phones for children 10, 15, or 20 years ago? Of course not. But technology is changing so fast, and parents need to be aware of the dangers lurking on the other end of the World Wide Web, especially when it's in the palm of a little hand. Instead of protecting the precious minds of our kids, we have prematurely exposed them to subject matter that they are not mature enough to process. We have become less reliant on God and more reliant on Google. The false teachers of John's day held that knowledge was all important and that conduct was a minor matter. Sound familiar? Our public schools are expected to educate our children, which they do at a mediocre level at best, and they're also expected to teach our children how to conduct themselves, which is not their job at all. And so, my friends, when the home fails to teach conduct and the schools fail to teach period, here are the results. Every nine minutes, Child Protective Services finds evidence of child sexual abuse. All of the victims are under 18, and two out of three are ages 12 through 17. One in four girls and one in 20 boys under the age of 18 experience sexual abuse. 82% of all victims under 18 are female. Females ages 16 through 19 are four times more likely than the general population to be victims of rape or sexual assault. The long-term effects of child abuse include drug abuse, PTSD as adults, and major depression as an adult. The perpetrators of child sexual abuse are acquaintances, 54%, family members, 34%, and strangers, 7%. And finally, 88% of the time, the perpetrator is a male. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 says, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. My Christian brothers and sisters, conduct is not being taught at home, so the home is in trouble. That bad conduct from home is taken to the community, and now the community is in trouble. That bad conduct from the community is taken to our cities, now our cities are in trouble. The bad conduct from our cities is taken to the nation, now our nation is in trouble. That bad conduct from our nation is taken to the world, and the world has always been in trouble. Transformed lives means less sin, which means less lawlessness. Furthermore, John says 
that it should lead to no sin. Transform lives means that the clergy won't abuse children, that scout leaders won't abuse children, that those in leadership positions over our children don't abuse them. We are image bearers of God, but we have a distorted image because of sin. When Jesus returns, that distorted view will be made clear again. When we are in right relationship with God, we are children to Him because of His love for us. But unlike the human parent-child relationships, where full rights and privileges are given as the child ages, God gives us full rights, position, love, and care immediately when He adopts us into His family. Those who sin against God's children commit a violation of God's moral law. 1 John chapter 3, verse 7b says, He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. Verse 8 goes on to say, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. My friends, that's great news to know that Jesus has come to destroy everything that the devil set out to do. All we have to do is put our trust and faith in Jesus Christ. Folks, no one who lives in Christ keeps on sinning. John is referring to the habitual act of sinning. How we live our lives will show who we draw our strength from, Christ or the devil. You cannot serve two masters, and our example to our children will influence them to find strength for daily living in Christ or not. God's love for His children, all of His children, should be reflected in how we love others, how we treat others, how we conduct ourselves to others. It can start at any age. But why wait? If the Spirit of God is in you, no matter what your age, it will show. It has to show. And if you want the Spirit of God to dwell in you, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I do not want to continue in my sins. Please place your Spirit in me so that I will be your representative. And I'll serve you. In the name of the Son of the Most High God, Jesus Christ, amen. And if you prayed that prayer with me, send me an email and I'll give you the next steps. The email address is hello at greatministries.org. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports and comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.